stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. September of last year, we were talking about a leak at City Hall. And again, I mean, it's important information that the taxpayers deserve to know. A year ago, you might recall, we were in the midst uh, of this uh, heated debate about uh, building a new arena, a debate that may rear its head again at some point. And somebody leaked to the media, somebody at City Hall, the details of what the Flames were demanding from the city, or at least the Flames' idea of of how uh, a deal with the city should go. The Flames had wanted the city to cover just over half of the cost needed to build a new arena. It was subject to a confidentiality agreement, but somebody thought it was important enough that taxpayers should know what was being asked of the city. And, yeah, fair enough, maybe people did deserve to know. But nothing really came of that. There was no investigation launched into who leaked that information. The leak we're talking about in September of 2018, however, is a much different story. The mayor has demanded an investigation, which will apparently mean searching the electronic devices of of city councilors to figure out who leaked the information last week about a possible increase in the city's Olympic costs. As you recall, the draft uh, host plan was presented recently, envisioned $3 billion in taxpayer dollars being spent on the Olympics, about five or $600 million or so from, from the city. Uh, But behind closed doors, city officials were warning that that number was probably going to be higher, that the draft hosting plan did not factor in the cost of moving the bus barns of Victoria Park, remediating that land, cleaning up the land, in order to make way for an Olympic athlete's village. So somebody uh, at City Hall saw that information, thought, well, you know what, maybe the public ought to know before voting on November 13th that the cost of the city might be higher than we've been led to believe. And that information got out there. So rather than address the issue head on, it seems as though it's all about trying to go and find out who the the leaker is and, I guess, teach them a lesson. But is a leaker the wrong way to to frame all of this? Is this person a whistleblower? The city's supposed to protect whistleblowers as per its own policy. Joining us uh, for some thoughts on all this, very pleased to welcome the program, uh, Franco Terrazano, who is the new Alberta director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation that jumps into the job at quite an interesting time. Franco, uh, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me, Rob. All right. So this seems like important information. I mean, the, this is what it all comes down to, I think, for a lot of people. What is it going to cost us to host the Olympics? So what do you make of what's happened over the last week here? Well, you're absolutely right. This is it is important, and it's really, really important, especially when we consider just how much of a tab taxpayers are expected to pay for all of this, right? As you mentioned, the Bid Corporation's hosting plan is calling for $3 billion from taxpayers. Now, it's also important to remember the fact that just last year, we also received an estimate, and that was 25% lower than the current $3 billion tab. And, you know, that just brings up the question right off the bat. If we've already seen an increase in the taxpayer tab over one year, what's that cost going to be by 2026? And, you know, historically, the Olympics have gone over budget. Going over budget for the Olympics is not the, is not the exception. Rather, it's the rule. Since mm-hmm. the 60s, 19 Olympics have gone over budget. 
Right. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's to be expected. And, and you know, people will wonder, well, how and why does that happen? And, and I think this is part of the reason that, you know, we, we overlook certain things that are going to be needed or maybe we assume that we're not going to have to worry about it. And uh, so as you go down the path of, of trying to, you know, tick off all, all the boxes and what the IOC expects, that you run into things that, that you didn't expect or even on the areas where you plan to spend money, sometimes, oftentimes, right, those costs turn out to be higher than you initially thought they would be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know what? It's it's really unfortunate, and it's not just with the Olympics, but it's a lot of other uh, government projects. There's always that political incentive to low uh, to low ball the cost of the project, right? So mm-hmm. it's it, there's always that incentive to come right out front and say it's not going to be a huge bill that taxpayers are going to. Uh, to bear and to just get the project going immediately. Unfortunately, then down the road, taxpayers are left with this massive bill. I mean, like, let's look at the Montreal games, right? It took about, what, three decades to, to totally pay off the burden of hosting the games. That is crazy. But again, it, it, there's always that political incentive to kind of lowball the dollar number. So, I mean, there are rules at City Hall, and and I get that, and sometimes things do have to be discussed behind closed doors, and it seems as though maybe there's a lot of that these days down at City Hall, but... Um, look, if <laughs> there's a reason why we protect whistleblowers, and if whistleblowers didn't have to worry about uh, about facing a backlash or facing consequences, there would be no need to protect them in the first place. So sometimes, yeah, there is a, an overarching public interest in having information before the public. Is this one of those times, in your view? <laughs> Well, in my view, whoever this whistleblower is that leaked these documents, you know, they deserve the gold medal. <laughs> Calgarians deserve the utmost transparency, and they need to know all the costs to be able to make an informed decision ahead of November 13th plebiscite. You know, how can you expect um, a person to go in and make that decision without having the full picture? And, you know, it's important to remember here, like, this is, um, this is not a matter of national security, right? This is trying to win a bid for a sporting event. There's no reason why all the cost numbers that counselors know shouldn't be made public. And, and you know, Rob, I'm sure you and most of your listen, listeners will agree with me here. Um, our elected officials' number one priority is not to win a bid for the Olympics. Okay, like it's, it's to be in the best, or to lead in the best interest for all of our citizens. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, that means not wasting taxpayer dollars that simply no governments have at the moment and being completely transparent ahead of the vote. Right. And, and I think all sides uh, of this debate should agree that, that we should have transparency. We should know what we're getting into. Enough peop- if enough people think that this is worthwhile, that we should spend this money on it, that we should figure out a way to pay for all of that, well, then I guess we can have that conversation. But to, to, to have this information out of the public view or to not be upfront with Calgarians about what it's going to cost, that, that, you know, we, that shouldn't be tolerated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely couldn't agree more. Like I said, it's, it's the whistleblower that deserves the gold medal. Um, and then City Hall should not be making these additional efforts um, to track down someone who's providing taxpayers with the information they deserve. Rather, additional efforts need to be put into increasing transparency. And that's why the CTF is calling on uh, City Council to release all costs associated with hosting the Olympics before Calgarians head to the polls. And you know what's really troubling here is that this is not the first time we've heard of, of um, greater costs. I mean, we've heard of multiple councillors who have come up and said that, you know what, Calgarians just aren't getting the full picture here, and they're also 
worried that Calgarians won't get the full picture before the plebiscite. Uh, this is just not acceptable. Well, yeah, and the other issue that's been raised this week is that we're not going to see the the at least publicly, the city's four-year budget until probably the day or a couple of days after the plebiscite, which is going to be awkward. But we've already heard warnings about, you know, tax increases, uh, perhaps four years of tax increases above the rate of inflation, service cuts. Um, that, the, the, as you say, there's a broader responsibility the city has to, to, you know, spend money efficiently and only take from the taxpayers that which is, is needed to run the city. Um, so in terms then of, of the city's overall approach here, in terms of what they have, what they need to spend, where this is all going to come from, what should they be doing at this point? Well, you know, I think first of all, we need to take even a step back and just say, hey, look, let's be honest, there is no money for any of this. All of our governments are broke. The city, the province, the federal government. Um, to your point, Calgarians have been warned about future tax increases or cuts to services, right? Like, apparently, the city has billions of dollars in infrastructure projects that are going unfunded. Uh, is this the best time right now to be um, planning for a sporting event? I don't think so, right? Like, if we don't have all the necessary dollars um, for essentials, it's, it's tough to say, yes, we should do this or put this money for a sporting event. And then again, let's look at the Alberta and federal government as well. Uh, both governments have strong together years of deficits and they're piling up debt. The average Calgarian owes thousands of dollars each in both federal and provincial debt. Thousands of dollars. There's just no money for this, plain and simple. And the last thing Calgarians need right now, businesses and households alike, are more taxes. All right, taxpayer.com, much more there. Franco, I appreciate making some time for us here this afternoon. Thanks for this. I mean, if every disclosure of information was by the books, then you wouldn't need whistleblower protection in the first place. That's why it's there. Does the city mean anything by it? It says the whistleblower program was created by council policy to support open, ethical, accountable, and transparent local government is intended to provide an additional confidential mechanism to report suspected acts of waste and or wrongdoing. All right, 974-8255. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. What do you make uh, of this uh, disclosure of information, the reaction from the mayor and others to try to find the leaker? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.